Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Rewind and Recap, where the wine is as necessary as the chaos on our favorite shows. My name is Cece, and today I'm actually not drinking. I have to make a run when we're done um, recording, so I'm trying to make sure that I'm being safe. So I am drinking uh, some cranberry juice. I was going to put a little bit of vodka in it, but yeah, I remember that I have a client after this, so I'm trying to be, like I said, super safe. Well, I'm drinking kind of is, uh, and I'm princess, by the way, thank y'all for joining us. I accidentally got this old 7% ass shit. And if y'all know me by listening to the show, I don't go lower than 11 nowadays, but the bottle is so cute. I wish you could see it. I'm gonna send you a picture, but the bottle is cute. And I guess I just got excited. And I think it was one of the last ones in the store. So I just assumed it was good. Cause you know, that's normally a good sign, but I wasn't thinking, but it's like a sparkling red, um, it's called Rosa Regal by Banfi. Sound kind of fancy, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to try it for the first time. Well, I, because she's always talking about Cali, y'all, I'm sorry. It's just been a day today. Anyways, um, okay. she's always bragging about California roots. So I actually did go grab a bottle of the Savion Blanc and it got us fucked up last night yes and then I brought yeah so I was gonna drink it on today's show but then I had a lot of other stuff that I had to take care of today so I'm just like again just trying to be safe so yeah I'm sorry y'all I'm like I'm very thrown off today I'm trying to like reel it together anyways so um (laughs) Let me see. What was I saying about the, oh yeah, okay, yeah, the wine. So I'm gonna do California Roots probably next time we get on. It's definitely really good, the Sauvignon Blanc. It did what it needed to do, but you know, we we had already drank some other shit before that, but I like it. So yeah. Hey, I'm glad you like it. That bitch like, yeah. ass come up. Right. Like since I'm not drinking, I guess I could still give y'all one recommendation. So I do again like the Savion Blanc by California Roots. And if y'all are not new to listen to the show, then y'all know that Princess is always talking about California Roots from Target. And it's only five dollars for a 750 milliliter bottle. Can't beat that. And it's what 13.5%. Bitch. Yeah. I Girl, felt, and I that one all 13%. Percent. Yeah. yeah. So with that being said, before we jump into tonight's show, make sure you guys are following us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Rewind and Recap. That's R-E-W-I-N-E-A-N-D-R-E-C-A-P. And if you do enjoy our show and live tweeting with us, make sure that you guys follow us and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We love hearing you guys' feedback. I cannot stress this enough until we actually start monetizing this podcast. We do not get paid to sit here and talk about these people business and drag their ass. We don't. Hell no. So seeing you guys' reviews really give us a reason to get up and make sure that one, not only are we watching, we're interacting with our audience and that we get up and we record the show because apparently y'all really like our feedback and y'all really fuck with us. Our Twitter engagement is like amazing. So yeah thank you guys for supporting the show and definitely go ahead and make sure you are extended and showing that love by leaving us reviews on apple Podcasts. i'm not sure if you can do the same on spotify but apple for sure absolutely okay 
and also before we jump into this I am a little this week has just been a lot um I have to say this because we were really hard on this person and I just have to give my condolences to Brooke if you guys listen to our basketball wide season 10 recap um the episode specifically when her kids came on I had this whole moment where I was ranting and like well not like ranting but like really just standing I guess ranting about Kayla but also standing Kayla and just telling princess like how beautiful she is and then she ended up coming up on the episode and I remember sending you her Instagram and I like y'all I'm such a sensitive person and I just cannot believe that Brooke has to bury her baby like Kayla is so fucking beautiful and like honestly I don't know like I'm still a little shocked Mm -hmm. um but I definitely wanted to make sure I give my condolences because I have been an OG basketball wives watcher obviously long before we started this show um we kind of watched Kayla grow up on basketball wives a little bit when Brooke first started so I just I can't imagine the pain that she's feeling and what she's going through so I definitely wanted to make sure that we do give our condolences um to Brooke and just Lord Jesus God bless you Kayla I like mm. that was incredibly shocking like I remember I was just sitting in the house growing I was like what and I sent it to you immediately because it was just like I couldn't believe like I thought it was just terrible but a gag story because sometimes niggas and blogs push it out you know and it's not true and I was like hold on and I kept scrolling scrolling went to her page I was like this is like I can't believe this so yeah definitely want to give our condolences to her her family her son you know the loss of his like I I I don't want to know that pain as a parent when I do become a parent and I just wishing her all the strength and peace in the world seriously yes like I we had to get that out the way because I probably should say that for the end because I feel like when I think about it, it definitely makes me want to cry. One, because you know I struggle with like death anxiety real bad. And like, I will say the one thing that I love about social media is obviously being able to grow a platform and doing what we're doing now and being able to reach people. But I also hate how close and how like um, quickly we can receive bad news And like stuff like that kind of like paralyzes me in the moment. So I, yeah, God bless you, Brooke. And prayers up for your family, for her friends. I just, I can't imagine. I don't want to imagine. So yeah, let's get on to some lighter things. I just, again, wanted to make sure we got that (laughs) out the way. Um, We're going to jump into the hot topics because, I mean, a lot happened, but a lot didn't happen last night, but it was still some stuff we're talking about. So yeah. let's jump into hot topics so we can go ahead and get mass out the way. Alexis and Justin. I don't like that Devon, Devin, whatever his name is, Megan Good ex-husband. I don't like that Alexis didn't really get held accountable. She never does. It was all Justin, 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 Justin. Yeah. What did Justin do? What did Justin do? And it's like, baby what are we going to hold Alexis accountable for? Because if y'all are saying that y'all see this footage. Girl, 
but then nobody's really saying anything about the footage that y'all are seeing to hold these people accountable it kind of makes me raise my brow at lifetime the same way i felt about bravo Mm -hmm. um not bravo yeah bravo and vh1 like what are y'all holding back that obviously they're like the experts are probably seeing all the unedited footage and then we're seeing certain shit like i'm just wondering what's missing because why is nobody holding alexis and morgan ass accountable like i i don't get it me neither and it's like if y'all always gonna reference all this footage y'all have access to and you stay privy to all the stuff then why not reference said footage or say or like hey we have stay and they used to do that they used to pull up them damn ipads and say hey we let's talk about this particular argument and they'll run that shit back when the couples are acting the ass so they, they spouse and they'll be like, let's dissect that. Like, you know, why did you do that? Do you, can we talk about, you know, how to deescalate these conversations and triggers? And it's just honestly, season by season by season, it's gotten more diluted as far as the experts being involved, giving actual advice, pulling that motherfucking footage up, you know, being on damn speed dial to step in during really volatile fights. They don't do anything anymore that, people watch this show for because the whole point is for experts to match these people together and then guide them along the eight-week journey bitch at this point just put them together and disappear like they might as well really go on love is blind because it's basically becoming that show they don't have no real guidance on love is blind they don't have no real experts you know stuff and they just be figuring that shit out and so it's just really fucking annoying because justin in my opinion out of the two of them in that marriage has shown the most improvement and yep. has held himself accountable when he feels like he was wrong has been better at communicating i ain't seen this nigga cry in weeks and it's like are we not going to address the growth and then we're not going to address the gaslighting and manipulation because alexis I, I have something to say about her ass in the damn group outing or whatever the fuck it was i hate her like i really hate her and she's getting away with it and she's happy that she's getting away with it welcome their snacks in the back girl I've been hating her for a couple weeks. I just, I can't take this shit and anymore. I'm so happy it's almost over. Girl, I literally tweeted that last night. I said, I'm ready for the season to be over because I'm so tired of seeing Lexus and Morgan. And I guess God heard partial <laughs> of my prayer. So, you know, I'm going to take what I can get. Bitch, hold but, on. I gotta, we got to talk about how she was looking at Devin. I wasn't really paying attention looking. because Girl. literally the second that she came onto the screen, I'm just so disgusted every time I see her Megatron head ass. Girl. It's like I'm paying attention, but not paying attention. And I saw, she, I mean, she was like, you know, hi, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Girl, that, look, that camera panned her a couple times, but she, I wish my camera was on. And she was giving him that bedroom look. And girl, and I'm like, bitch, your man sitting here. And to me, I thought it was a little ironic how she was looking at him like he was a piece of meat, but Justin always like talked about how women treated him like he was a piece of meat when he came on this show. Mm-hmm. And it's ironic how she ain't never looked at his ass like that. And I'm just like, girl, have some fucking class. Like, yo, man, sit right here. Close your mouth. Like, wipe your drool girl. up. Shit. Girl. Yeah, that was wild to me. So, yeah. Devon Depp. Mr. Franklin, that's what I'm gonna call him because I hate <laughs> fucking up people's name. Yeah, Mr. Franklin. Franklin. You remember that show? Yep. <laughs> I used to love that show. <laughs> so Mr. Franklin told Justin that he needs to be more assertive when it comes down to Alexis. 
personally, I feel like, and maybe this is just me, whenever I am is it technically pursuing I feel I feel like if you get me in a space where I feel like you're not attracted to me or you don't want to do this anymore I'm not going to keep pushing Mm -hmm. so when Pastor Franklin was saying oh you need to be more assertive it's like but do you not see the footage like Alexis isn't attracted to him yeah so it was only but so much putting it on Justin and pushing Justin to be this person that you can do when the person in the marriage isn't willing to cooperate that's a really good point that's a really like it makes it, it literally makes no sense like it's it's literally falling on deaf ears because personally I and I've said this so many times on this show when it comes down to men like I feel like if I want you I'm gonna get you and if I want you and you want me back you're not gonna have to try that hard to get me not saying that I'm easy but does that make sense like I'm not gonna make it hard for somebody that I'm attracted to and have interest in to like romance me or take me out or Mm -hmm. Spend time with me. Yeah. Like if I'm kind of like, that means no, thank you. I'm good. Some days, child, my period, I'll be Jordan go upstairs. Like (laughs) I ain't gonna hug you. Some days I'll be like, baby, you know, give me a couple minutes. Like I just not right now. (laughs) But I get what your point is. Like it's from her standpoint, it's like unattraction. Like she don't at all. The only thing she's had to say is he's tall. I know what that means. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah. and you brought up a real good point because like I don't I get what Mr. Franklin was trying to say but at the same time how can you be dominant and assertive and you know take initiative sexually with somebody who's literally not giving you time of day they don't want you touching them they don't want you kissing them they act like they don't like you that's it's hard to you know give that energy when you already feel like well, I don't think she like me like she don't think she want to be around me so I don't want to be borderline trigger warning on some sexual assault shit you know trying to be dominant and shit with my wife when she's giving me all the signs but she don't want it you know she don't want me so that was that's a really good point and we talked about sorry to open an old wound but Mm -hmm. we talked about this when I kept saying that Jasmina was not attracted to Michael because she tried to pull that same shit oh well you need you're not trying or you know I thought you tried to touch my booty and it's like it's only but so much of that that you can do like you said trigger warning before it becomes a sexual assault situation like you she don't want you to touch her and in this world I don't even want to say sensitive because as a like I've been trying to choose my words carefully on this platform it is a very sexual assault is a very sensitive topic Mm -hmm. and consent and reciprocity yes and common interests are important because it could be a very thin line between trying coercion and trigger warning sexual assault and I think that and I I think this is the perfect time to bring this up because of Justin being so respectful of that Mm -hmm. I think I think that a lot of men who are 
coercers don't understand how close to the line they try to being sexual assaulters. Yes. Because if someone is obviously telling you or even their body language is like, nah, I'm good or like, mm, and you keep pushing, mm-hmm. it's getting at the point where you're trying to coerce them. Yeah. And that's still a form of sexual assault. So Alexis, I just, I don't trust her. And I would hate for that to turn into that type of situation just because of the type of narcissistic manipulative person. Yes, manipulative person Alexis is. I thought that that was horrible advice to tell Justin to be more assertive. And then she's like, yeah, baby, you know, you gotta be more assertive. Yeah, baby. Like, girl, you don't want him to be more assertive. You want these eight weeks to be up. So you can be like, well, Justin, I think that you're an awesome guy. You're mm-hmm. very tall. And, you know, I enjoyed the time that we spent together. And I think that you are going to be an awesome husband. But this is where I come at to the end of the road with it. I just think that there were too many differences. And... I, I don't want to hold you back from finding the woman that really will be the love of your life or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. I know Alexis type. Yeah. And not type as in niggas, but type as in like person, like the type of person that she is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I shall, shall Godspeed, okay? Like I just, <laughs> I can't. And I think it's funny because I guess I could have said this for the group situation, but we can bring it up again. Like Alexis and Justin are always so involved in everybody else's marriage, everybody else's problems, Girl. but y'all can't even sit down and have a conversation amongst yourselves about the shit that y'all really need to fix. It. Okay. I don't even think that it's a conversation needs to be had because the black ass bottom line is your wife's not attracted to you. I cannot stand how she going around the motherfucking group. Are you ha- how's things with y'all? Tell me, are you happy to say you happy? That's okay. Are you like, bitch, shut up. You can't even fix shit in your own house. Don't be over here trying to play motherfucking expert in the group when your shit stained. I can't, I, ooh. That, front that, door just, front step just as dusty as all get out. Bitch, biggest glass house on the motherfucking block. And I'm sitting here watching this bitch and I'm like, why are y'all even, I would have gave her attitude. I'm sorry, because I'm petty. Bitch, so how are you adjusted? I heard mm-hmm. y'all ain't having sex. Why you don't want to fuck your man, sis? Exactly. Sis. She get on my damn nerves exactly so on to Stasia and Nate um we find out that Stasia did tell Nate that she loved him and Nate was just kind of like oh that's nice <laughs> I think quite frankly that it is embarrassing um I definitely let me say this because it sounds very petty I feel like if I love a man, I prefer for him to say it first. Hello, I ain't never said it first. Um, even if I feel it, mm-hmm. I just be like, you know, mm-hmm. I fuck with you. Mm-hmm. I fuck mm-hmm. with you, you know? You know, we really get along. Yeah. <laughs> like everything but the no. I love you. But the crazy part about it is, I'm like you. I've never said it first ever. Um, so 
I don't know, just because I feel like, but I also respect Nate for like standing his ground and being like, I'm not saying that shit. We, I was talking to one of our, um, one of our followers about it earlier. Um, they were saying like they didn't understand why Nate is having such a hard time saying. It. I'm like, because I think it's a difference between having love for someone mm-hmm. and then loving someone mm-hmm. because I have love for a few people. I don't, I'm not there yet to say I love you or we don't have that connection or that type of relationship for me to say I love you, yeah. you know? I don't see the big fucking deal. Yeah, and it's like it's only been five weeks and I just feel like, again, yeah. that's Sasha rushing the the timeline. process mm-hmm. and the timeline because she needs it to look a certain way Boom. by a certain time. She needs to hear certain things. I don't even and care I would just, or not. Yeah, girl, I literally tweeted, I was like, I really think that like words of affirmation is like really her shit. And mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, the older that I get, I definitely do feel like I benefit from all of the love languages, mm-hmm. but like physical touch and quality time are still like my highest as far as you know love language and then maybe like words of affirmation because I do like to know that the person I'm dealing with is into me they care about me they find me attractive whatever but I am not the type of person to try to pull like she and that bitch doing dental surgery on Nate like would you say it say it nigga like (laughs) girl like you so then he says it and he don't mean it then what you know what I'm saying? Like, this is how women get set up to have men play in their face. If they feel like all you need is words and they give you words. And I think it's so crazy because I feel like if you look at Nate's actions, actions, you can definitely tell that he has love for her, that he cares about her. But it's like, sweetheart. Um, Relax. Like, so you want it forced. You don't want him to, like tell you that he loves you on his own because he actually feels it like I don't know it's she's too old for that shit he is like girl you give 40 vibes already stop have some respect and dignity about yourself you should be at that point in life where it's like I don't want it if it ain't real girl and the fact that she's like just say it it's a choice because she loved quoting damn pastor cow if the nigga not ready he ain't ready and Pastor Cowden gave out plenty of bad advice, so he the wrong person for you to be representing. Actually, all okay. these fucking experts. Like, you got a please. tattoo. A Actually, tattoo. That's not enough to show you that, okay, I'm here. I'm willing to put in the work day by day. I ain't. I don't want to go nowhere. But no. But you about to make me go somewhere if you don't stop doing this annoying shit. Bitch, and change them numbers to something else on my damn Girl, Girl a good little cover-up. Okay. <laughs> so... We also find out in that same session with Dr. Kyle, Sasha cheated before. Stacia, what's her name? Sasha. Stacia, there we go. Stacia cheated. Girl. It was 10 years ago. So she was like 27 coming into her 30s. Mama is kissing That's 40. still, oh, that's an old age though. To be yeah. Cheating. It ain't it like when she was 19. You yeah. know, that's, that's a little steep to be cheating. But I feel like 10 years ago, right I'm like I mean I guess because I date men and I know niggas cheat so it's just like 
I would expect to know that any man that I talk to has cheated. Are you serious? You know, but you know, men like to get creative and be like, well, we wasn't really together. I don't give a damn. Did you make the bitch feel something? Because if you made her feel something, then you played in her face with another bitch. You did technically cheat. I don't date people who tell me they've cheated or been in some type of sketchy situation. I, Because in my opinion, once cheat, always cheated. Like to me, it's like, even if you haven't cheated in a while, that spirit is still up on you. It's just lying dormant, like herpes. Now, one day you may experience some temptation that is hard to fight off or remind you of the last time you had that thrill of cheating and not getting caught. You may take the bait again 15 years later. Who fucking knows? I just get real shifty and uncomfortable and distrustful of people who have a history of that. I understand sometimes, like, oh, I was 16. That's maybe a little different. Well, bitch, you and your middle, middle to upper 20s and beyond, I'm looking at you sideways. Like you was a fully formed adult. Your frontal lobe had grown all the way. I, I, mm, I just, mm. but now Nate kind of little stuck because they married with that damn tattoo. But you couldn't tell me that before I got this damn tattoo. That's another fucking thing. Lying ass. Yeah, so I think I guess that's what we will agree to disagree. Like cheating is definitely my deal breaker. But I feel like somebody who's cheated before they got with me is, I would hope that they have changed and if they didn't like that's why I walk away but for me I feel like I try to give grace to people because I do believe in people changing now one thing that I do not give grace on or acceptance is somebody who has a history of domestic violence Mm -hmm. child pornography Mm -hmm. sorry y'all trigger warning I probably should have said that first or like proven sexual assault yeah because I feel like like you said like that's something that can really up on you cheating because like I find that honestly I feel like cheating is tied to insecurities because what is it that you keep searching for in so many different people that you can't just sit your ass down and be to yourself or be to one woman it's either a it's an ego thing and it's an insecure thing I see and I character flaw it is a character you're a liar like I and to, like me personally, preferably, like I, I gotta trust you. And if I feel like you got a history of doing some bullshit, you gotta have a clean record. I'm sorry, you gotta yeah, have a clean record. It's strict, it's strict than that is. Like you gotta, you, it is. Yeah, <laughs> and I manifest a honest man. And I just feel like if that's in your history, I I, I would struggle with that. And just knowing me, I'm not going, I can't welcome that in because then I'm going to go into the relationship feeling insecure or not trusting you. And I'd rather be with someone that I know I can trust that hasn't given me a reason to not trust them, at least not yet. Okay, so I get that. So then I feel like the relationship, so this is where I kind of have to side with Sasha just a little bit. It's just like, if I would have never told you that, you don't know. Because at the same time, like, yeah, you can trust people, but people so still, still lie. lie. You still, you know that spirit still So it's like, people, people still lie. So I just feel like, I personally, me, I am the type of person that's like, anything that happened before me that was not any of those things that I named, like, but I still feel like Nate has a right to be concerned. Those are his feelings. And it's yeah. like, Sasha, you being a wife and you literally dragging this man through the mud, talking about you don't trust him, I don't trust you. Like she's making an uproar about her damn trust when she's the one withholding her past discrepancies. And then you're going to drag this man to the tattoo shop. It's like, you're, she's asking a lot of, of Nate to have withheld something very important. 
because that man looked shocked. Yeah, but I feel like again, ten years. So I mean, twenty seven. We can stay. We can stay on this all day. But personally, I just feel like people can change. Um, and if and Nate can't deal with it, Nate can slide. But I'm just not that strict. I'm not saying she had like that. that, and that's not my argument. My argument is I don't yeah. feel like that spirit ever really goes away. You can change an alcoholic can become sober for the rest of their life. They still battle that every day. That doesn't mean it's not a battle. That doesn't mean that spirit doesn't pop in and tempt them. So it's like she's sober from cheating, but that don't mean one day she can meet somebody who don't have jail braids and actually makes ten times what she does. And she may look at that and go, mm, hmm, you know. And it may just be harder to fight it off because she has stepped out of her relationship she has you know given into temptation before and if she may not jump and bite the apple but that don't mean homegirl may not think twice and wonder or you know smile a little harder at the nigga go to a little coffee date and talk about quote-unquote business so it's just I think that people can definitely change and evolve but I do feel like it's still a battle it could still very well come up and tempt them and I just feel like people who haven't cheated or don't cheat and just really don't do that it's just, it's easier for them to sway from it and that could be wrong but that's just how I feel I feel like it's easier for them to be like no that's just because I'm a dead hard like I don't cheat I don't want no cheetah and it's not hard for me to be like nigga I got a man or I'm not giving you my number or I don't play that don't text me with no bullshit block and so it's just I don't know I think that's a character thing and a boundaries thing and I think Nate has a right to be like why wouldn't you tell me that you know 10 years or not bitch you ain't you ain't 23 right now so 10 years ago kind of means something your frontal lobe was developed. So that's why I think that, you know, he, they're both warranted to feel how they feel. I just think she should have just said something, especially the way that she's been going on about trust. Like, girl. That's the part that I feel like about it that I that I can say that I agree with is like, again, but that's also a thing with people, I guess, who have cheated in the past because they know that they've Ooh. done something. Sometimes they put a lot of pressure on other people. Girl. That's, like that's what insecurities in relationships, period. Because- the child we should that, that, we should have paid attention to that because not you're right normally people who are so i need you to trust i need to trust you trust you love me love me they be the motherfuckers who done cheated in the past i'm surprised we didn't call that shit earlier because yeah. you're so right so yeah i feel like the person that cheated on me the most it was dramatic i let me skip around well i can tell it Just without <laughs> saying the name because okay so as Chris has already told you guys I am a makeup artist and I do work with high profile people from time to time and there was someone who is high profile I think I told you the story off the grid before oh yes yeah. but I was in a relationship <laughs> and one that I shouldn't have been in might I add um but yeah I was in a relationship and this person had a show that was coming up and there was a commercial about it I don't want to give too many specific details because I feel like sometimes people be nosy and right now we not big but it's like when these episodes blow up right I feel like I'm still trying to be vague yeah so um the commercial came up and we were at a family event. We were at my family's event. And my mom, being the messy Leo that she is, she turns to me and she goes, are you going to the show? Now, this person that I dated, um, they 
they do something or was trying to do something. So uh, me, I'm the type of person, like when I'm talking to you, if you get to know me, especially we already cool, like I don't feel the need to have to hide something. And obviously because of what I do for work and because this person followed me on social media, they obviously know that I knew like high profile people. So he knew that like, I knew this person. And so when my mom asked, he turns to me, he was like, yeah, are you? Like on some shit, like I wish you would say you going. Whole time, this man, oh, I don't know if I want to put y'all in my business at that. Let me just say this nigga was a serial cheating. He came into the relationship he begged me to be in cheating. And it was like, everything was always my fault. He was always so hypersensitive about stuff, always trying to know my whereabouts. And it wasn't because he cared, it was because he was trying not to get caught. So people who cheat are always so overprotective and overbearing of their partners. And it's not coming from a place of love. It's coming from a place of like, I don't want to get caught. Or if you catch me, I need to figure out how I can throw it back on you and make this your fault. Yep. So I think that that may play a part in why Sasha is that way. If she's not a cheater, but she's know that she's done it in the past because of her own temptation, she's probably like, I need this. I need to know that he's for me because I know how I may have slipped in the past so I think that that could be a reason why so yeah. to skip past that point let's go ahead and talk about her not wanting to be in a loveless marriage and like oh, Nate's friends God. basically like checked her like girl first of all he's never really been in a committed relationship she's like oh for him to be 35 and he's never been in a relationship like that's alarming and it's like I mean but you also and you 37 38 not married like you told him that you cheated that's also alarming so I think that someone refraining from being in a relationship because maybe they aren't ready to be monogamous or don't know how to be monogamous is more mature than being someone that's been in a relationship and has cheated because personally me if I get to a space where I feel like you know where I'm not in this anymore before I start a kiki and giggling with other niggas and answering dms I'm a slide on you because I personally just don't believe in cheating if you cheat on me the trust is broken it will never ever 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 be the same because I mean I'm I've retired going through phones literally since I've been 22 years old because I almost wasn't here to do this podcast with y'all you catch my drift Mm -hmm. um but yeah I just feel like you know um yeah I I don't believe in I just I don't believe in taking a cheater back have I done it before in the past yes this is how I know that that's not something that I need to do because it was not a good experience I made the relationship hell afterwards because I don't trust you so now I'm looking over your shoulder and I'm insecure and I don't I just don't like the way that it makes me feel even though it's really a you problem so I just thought that that was weird for her to be like oh I don't want to be in a loveless marriage and it's like this nigga just met you five weeks ago not only that you just told him that you just told him that you cheated 10 years ago um to me it's not that big of a deal especially if you've done the work to change or for whatever reason, we don't know what made you cheat. Because sometimes for some weird ass reason, women think that it's okay to get their licks back with their nigga. When I would rather just, my lick will be you seeing me glow the fuck up without you. 
I'm Bye, nigga. tired of her like on this love trope like stop mm-hmm. like I don't want a loveless marriage but you just met him can you please shut up like the man will do it when he's ready I will respect that way fucking more and then she crying about it to his friends they were like girl basically chill chill he will do it in his own time he's never even been with someone seriously this is his first time and his first time happens to be fucking marriage the man probably emotionally in damn shock just give him a moment and yeah. I'm tired of her like shut up you and I I really want to say that I wonder if that would be the reason why they would fight but Stasha does so much that to be honest it could be something that she literally say next episode to be the reason why they had that big ass but he's like so now I don't love you mm-hmm. so yeah him with him with them three bay them three braids and that bang yeah. so on to Lindy and Miguel why would you take a serial killer axe throwing <laughs> alleged serial killer you right my bad alleged <sighs> she was Damn so good, good. Mm-hmm. and Miguel the fact that you can't even pinch the bitch your ass is in trouble girl and he laughing oh they gonna call you your ass need to start packing your bags and change your motherfucking address and phone number. Go ahead and get her off that insurance. Okay. Because the minute your ass fuck up, she's going to be sending one right to your damn forehead. Girl. <laughs> Girl. Like a damn horror movie. I just think that's so crazy. Um, then I want to skip to talking about how he was saying, like, so when they broke apart to talk, I didn't really pick up anything from Lindy talking to someone that was close to Miguel. However, um, Miguel was not happy with her motherly skills, the fact that she didn't feel the need to get up, how cranky she was. And to be honest, I don't think that Stephanie is really Lindy's friend. Yeah. She sounded like more like a coworker. Yeah. I just feel like if Jordan or Phil ever pulled me aside to ask me anything about y'all princess is great Jordan Mm -hmm. is great amazing woman Mm -hmm. yep I just feel like she was like volunteering negative shit that we don't even ask for yeah and it strikes me as a type of friend when like it's so it was a tick it's this tiktok going around now it's like have you ever had a friend that secretly hated you and then like everybody's sharing their stories and it's like that's what it gives like I don't like people like that and I've been cool with people like that who like they can't wait for the opportunity to throw me under the bus and not even necessarily throw me under the bus because I don't really do shit to be thrown under the bus about but they can't wait for the opportunity to like shit on me or to make Mm -hmm. me not as grand as whoever they're speaking to thinks that I am and I think Mm -hmm. that that shit is very fucking weird as someone's friend to do that like that's it's weird as fuck yeah yeah I um have a friend whose guy used to like text me when they were having like a like a volatile fight like she would stop responding like hey can you check mm-hmm. see if you okay I'd be like nigga you better call her don't don't text me not 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 not, not. I'll call my friend girl get this nigga he text me now you, you he done pissed you off mm-hmm. <laughs> but you, you want me to cuss him out because I'm not you're not gonna get shit out of me I'm not your friend that's my sister didn't go I don't know you you leave tomorrow, I'm staying here. So it's like, I'm yeah. with you on that. Like, don't think you got a friend because you don't. I only fuck with you while you around, while she still got your ass around. Don't think it's sweet. 
And so I just felt it was very weird that her so-called friend was just like, oh yeah, at work she did it. And I noticed that too. And she's just, she can be nice most of the time. And I'm like, girl, what is wrong with you? Like, do you hate her? Like, are y'all really friends or no? Cause it just, mm -hmm. it was strange. And then Miguel's ass pulling his damn chair up. Oh yeah, tell me more. <laughs> like, I just felt like that whole scene was messy and I don't, I don't like stuff like that. That's not a friend. A friend gonna be like, girl, go, they gonna do what Kristen's sister did. This nigga mm -hmm. was telling me this, that he was asking me this, get in his ass. Yep. Cause I wasn't fucking with it. And I told him, no, like that's the energy that, that a friend and a sister should have. I just think, yeah, that shit was just very weird. And I picked up on that immediately. Cause you know, one thing about me, I'm the motherfucking weird bitch, um, weird, weird bitch patrol. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I can't stand no weird shit. Yep. And like, I think that that's also says a lot because, and I want to address this on a platform because I need to, I hate when people be like, oh, if somebody says that they don't have a lot of friends or like before I got off Twitter um because I'm not using my personal Twitter right now y'all um I was seeing this tweet going around like oh people who saying like somebody's a weird bitch usually they're the weirdest bitch and it's like y'all do realize that it's like a lot more terrible people in this world than it is good people and a lot of you bitches are weird mm-hmm Mm -hmm. so trying to gaslight someone into thinking that just because they're calling other people weird for being weird that they're really the weird one is crazy and I feel like that's Stephanie is a perfect representation of that type of person I feel like anybody who I consider weird that I have removed from my life I peep that they do shit like that even if they didn't personally do it to me you talking about someone that you hold near and dear that you talk to that you smiling that you hanging out with I don't want to parts because if that's your yo if, if that's your dog and you talking about them to me I can only imagine what you may be saying about me to them and the crazy part about it is like people who do you like that start acting funny when they get around certain people yeah and it'd be because of the conversation that they be having when you're not around so when I notice shit like that, I just won't even have a conversation. I just fall back. Yep. So yeah, I don't think that Stephanie is her friend. And if she know what we know, she will not be playing with Lindy. So <laughs> wait Morgan. A wait a fucking minute. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, I had to catch it at the end. <laughs> huh? I had to catch what you said at the end. If she knows, what? we know. Oh she yeah, be fucking with Lindy. Yeah, like she just she the she's the first person to um, die in the Lifetime movie for doing what she just did. Not die. Hell yeah. Oh, she would definitely stake her out and kill her. Gone. Run up on Gone. her. Right? Yep. So, uh, let's get on to the couple that stressed me out the most. But good riddance, bitch. Morgan and this damn license. Come here, make sure the camera can see the zoom in. I didn't even have to go and search somewhere. I could look oh right God. here. Girl, we don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. We literally don't give a fuck. She's so corny. Like, why do you care? Because the license shit was literally the first episode you guys got together after getting married and getting to the honeymoon. 
Ben was dead ass wrong for the way that he talked to you and how he came at you and made you feel this small and calling you a liar and being very elitist. He apologized about it. Y'all had moved forward from it. Why are we still talking about this, Morgan? Why? Hmm. And it's like, I don't want to say just the nurse because that it's like what y'all do is like amazing. Our other best friend is like a nurse. But girl, girl. Shut up, shut up. Shut we up. don't <laughs> we don't give a fuck. You didn't have to search it. And mm-hmm. I can I can wait to hold this girl. I thought it was like some text messages of like big yeah. Then sent to Justin that got yeah. him caught up. Girl, you did all that shit to show us your fucking license. When she said what it was, I said, oh my God. Well, we've been like, seeing you come in the house with scrubs with your lip tooted. Bitch, we don't care. Shut up. Like, more We've already just, confirmed the fact that you're a nurse. We're not even, that's not even an issue no more. Like, shut up. She's so fucking annoying. Hmm. I was so happy when they decided to get a divorce. I'm tired of seeing her. I'm tired of seeing my boy Ben down bad but you know what he only been in therapy for what two three weeks but that shit is working Mm. my boy is a is literate he know what good communication and good mental health and being a good person look like he's like because this is more of the group setting thing but he just seems like he's in a really good space and he's working towards being a better person he's really doing the work and he's getting help and finding out why he feels the way he feels what's his what is it connected to why he did what he did and I think he's really I mean he's just surpassing her as far as growth is concerned and I'm really proud of him and I'm happy that this is over because he needs to get detached from this fucking toxic bitch to really grow and keep growing like I just don't understand her reasoning behind the shit that she's doing and it's like it's disgusting it's nasty and it just brings me to my next point of like going into decision day you're going into therapy you're still playing victim dr pepper still not fucking checking you and then after you have decision day when it's time for y'all to like tell the group you're just i like the glee in her face even when talking to dr pepper like she did that shit like she just went and aced a test or something it's just like girl like I don't like people like Morgan who fucking throw stones and then hide their fucking hands. You are a nasty ass individual and I literally wish you the worst. And I said poor Ben, but also good for him because good riddance, bitch. And now somebody somebody tweeted us and they were like, Ben is gonna grow from this, Morgan is not. And it's like, exactly. Mm -hmm. So then when you get into another relationship and that shit is your same problem, I hope that the projector yeah it's showing you that you are the problem <laughs> okay candace because I, I i like it's just it's mind-blowing to me and she really feel like she's a good person it's Alyssa girl. all over again she really feels like she's the victim girl. she was wrong girl you are an ugly person with an ugly spirit and because she would not stop well i know we're not at the group setting yet but it was like she was just trying to add fuel to the fire at the group setting like making him out to be even more of a terrible person I don't want to be like we're gonna get there I just I hate her her and Alexis can go to hell she they stress me out so much like I just stressing me out I like literally princess I just I can't I'm so glad that she's gone like bye girl 
So now let's get to our favorite chaotic couple. Kristen has finally decided to stand up and stand in it. She said enough was the fuck enough. She told, who do they have? Yeah, she told Dr. Pepper, Mm -hmm. baby, I'm tired of compromising. We left that whole real estate shit unsettled. I asked him a question and he did not give me the answer that I was looking for. So now I'm trying to figure out what we gonna do because that's my deciding factor for decision day. I have compromised who I am. I've tried to learn more about the earth. I'm glad that he cares about that type of stuff, but baby, I'm tired of being the one that's sacrificing. Can I deal with Mitch not really supporting what I want? And Mitch didn't even say anything that was that fucking thought provoking no. throughout their session. He, he never did. basically just said, I mean, I'm still going to be on it. I might grow to support it, but I'm still going to feel the way that I feel. And it's like, this nigga said it might get worse. He said, you've yet to really see the extreme. And the thing is, we already think you extreme. So if it gets worse, <sighs> I just, I can't even imagine. I can't. That, that man is and that girl shit. can't even have her damn Starbucks. Sure. Go to him, uh, Mitch. The hell train need to come pick him, Alexis, Morgan, the fuck up, and maybe even Lindy and Miguel. But no. I, I'm just, so, I'm so sick of him. And like, he really feels like he's on this high horse and everyone is just oblivious to the earth's problems. Nigga, you can't change the world by your fucking self. Especially when you're not even washing your feet or your ass. Girl! And coming down on everybody's throat about stuff, that's not going to change the world. It's not. I'm sorry. I know in his mind he want to be Mr. Fucking Earth, but it's just not going to happen. There are some things you're just going to have to compromise on or or be okay with living your life alone for the rest of your life because nobody else is going to put up with that shit. Mm. It's just not. Unless you meet you a bitch in the woods and then y'all live happily ever after, but a normal bitch that bathes you're not gonna find one that's gonna let you sit here and try to tell her she can't have Starbucks, she can't use plastic, she can't use paper towels, she can't do this, that. And they get talking about, oh, I don't like paper towels. He we saw this nigga's house. He don't wash shit, but you want to use cloths instead of paper towels. You ain't gonna keep nothing clean. And that's my uh-huh. issue with Mitch, is he wants her to compromise so much, but he don't know how to meet her in the middle and pick up weight or you know give up something on on his own okay well if you want this i can give this up but i'm gonna continue to give it up or i'm gonna try to minimize how much i use it but i'm not gonna come down your throat for using it it's it's all or nothing for him and it's so annoying nigga you 41 all these niggas oh girl oh they stress me out i just don't understand at all (laughs) right I'm so annoyed with Mitch and I wish that that would have been Kristen Kristen's decision day too because Mitch is just fucking insufferable like truly and it's it's disgusting how annoying he is so anyways on to Mitch's sister asking her about her appearance this is when I knew that I, I mean I was already done with him but like at first when he was just like, you know, how do I tell her that I like her more natural? Like, well, her hair is wavy and she's just kind of, you know, I like, have you seen you? Your bald headed ass? Nigga, your hairline is shaped like fucking William Bryce Stadium. 
and you got the fucking nerve to talk about how the hell somebody hair needs to be done bitch your hairline is behind your fucking ears that shit look like a fucking wig band measurement and, and you got the nerve the fucking unmitigated gall to talk about Kristen I think that Kristen is so beautiful naturally and she don't even wear a lot of makeup so she still she looks don't. like her so she don't so I just it's like he's one of those men that's controlling and I told you bro I hate and because I'm a black woman I hate to hear niggas yes when I say niggas I mean black specifically niggas a black woman don't need no makeup nigga I don't give a damn it's fun it's cute I like to wear it and I feel like if you've seen my natural face and it's still eating and you think that I'm beautiful unless I'm out here three shades lighter and the makeup is ugly then I can understand your concern but all Kristen do is put on too much damn blush yeah little lip might put a little speck of eyeshadow on that's it so and, and my thing is well maybe Kristen because you know she has spoken about being insecure but personally as a as a woman when I tap into my bad bitch phase I'm not thinking like oh yeah when I go out the nigga's gonna be like damn look at look at that smoky eye mm-hmm. Ooh, look at the brows brows on free. right the fuck like that shit I'm is not looking for I'm not looking for comments from you niggas as I am in the process when I bitch let me tell you something when I am in that beauty room and I'm doing my makeup and I see that base eating I'd be like oh yes bitch this about to be a good day yeah you can I brush that brow in place and the brow I'd be like nigga the pictures I'm about to get off oh my god bitch you look so good yep when I go out and other women stop me and say, oh my That's God, the your one. makeup is nice. That's the one. Who did it? Or, oh my God, you look so beautiful. Thank you, bitch. Here's my yeah. card. Like when little kids or little girls like, oh, I like your eyeshadow. It's so mm-hmm. pretty. I do it for the bitches. Okay. What Miami said, mm-hmm. you got your titties out for the bitches. <laughs> like. I do this shit for me and I do it because I just like to look good. And as a makeup artist, I have to say this because I think that that's probably my number one pet peeve. I'm not oblivious. So I'm not going to sit on this platform and not be honest, especially as a makeup artist. I have seen makeup take some women from being like, to like, damn. Mm -hmm. But it's also a before and after. And I feel like if you didn't see that woman with makeup first, or this dramatic ass transformation, you probably wouldn't even think that she doesn't look good. That's another reason why also as a makeup artist, I stopped posting before and after pictures unless, unless, unless it is a transformation video, which is just a time lapse. And even still, I only like to do that work on my clients that are models because not everybody is comfortable, even though they might be confident in how they look. Seeing yourself in makeup for the first time, especially a full glam, can be shocking if you work with an artist who does not know how to enhance your beauty but change it. That's also one of the reasons why I went to esthetician school instead of just strictly sticking to 
being a makeup artist because I wanted to make women feel and look beautiful and comfortable in their own skin. And when someone sits down in my chair, even if I'm not doing a facial, even if I'm not doing a chemical peel, if you sit down in my chair and you nitpicking at your appearance, talking to myself, okay, boo, what, okay, what are you doing about it at home? Yeah. Okay. These are some ingredients. These are some products that you need to look for with X, Y, Z in it to be able to help you achieve what it is that you're looking for not you don't need to wear makeup because mm-hmm. women get knocked down for everything niggas can still everything. be ugly and still get a bad bitch if a woman is not attractive mm-hmm. life is so fucking hard for her life be hard for the bitches that do look good it's just then, if you if you look good it is bad but it's a little bit better and it's like i i understand Kristen popping because it's like on top of everything i've compromised given up given into to make your bald-headed crummy ass happy you still gonna sit here and talk to my sister nigga and ask her how can I look more homie fuck you fuck you and I don't blame her for pop it off at that damn bonfire because it's like enough is enough nothing is good enough for you at all that's like that's like that's not even no undecided on decision day that's a clear hell fucking no and that's the only reason I'm tired of Kristen ass because bitch stand up or get a piss or get off the pot because at this point, you letting this nigga continue to disrespect your ass. You could have been gone weeks ago. And so it's like, take some accountability, sis. You letting this shit happen. You better pull a damn Chris and get the hell up out of here early. Bye. I'm done. I'm, I'm too good for this. And I deserve more. It's like Kristen keeps waiting to see if it can get worse. And then it gets worse. She's <laughs> like, I wonder if it can get worse than worse. <sighs> what more do you need to see like this is why I would either be a fan favorite or then people would hate me because the shit that I let fly out my mouth on this show imagine what lifetime would chop up and edit to make it look like I really said girl and then I I signed a clause saying that I can't be on social media my social media got to be locked and I can't really talk about it no yeah you wouldn't pop me off I would have to get me a burner I would have to get me a burner account I would have to give me a burner account <laughs> because I just, I don't understand, bro. Like Mitch is just such a fucking insufferable ass dickhead. Yep. And I could understand the sentiment of like, babe, you know, I think that you're beautiful in your natural state. And even still, and it's like, for him to be like, you know, I think that that's more of a compliment. It's just like, so basically you saying she looked ugly as fuck when she put her makeup on. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm continuing. Repulsive. Yeah, like, like what are you what? saying? Like, you, like, Mitch is just, ugh, please, away from me, Apollo. So, <laughs> on to this group bonfire. It's Morgan smiling with her eyes. She's smizing at this bonfire, knowing that Ben is suffering. Knowing that Ben is upset and the fact that he has continuously been the one that's shown maturity throughout this whole process and keep saying like, oh, he never gave me a private apology. Bitch, you are on TV. Nothing about what you were doing for these eight weeks were ever going to be private. Nothing about it. She was enjoying that shit. I don't want to be friends with him. I don't see as an... Like, she was just bringing up stuff that was unnecessary. Just so y'all got a divorce and go. Yeah, like, digging and, like, saying it with a smile. And, like, Ben's just like, you know, well, I, it's unfortunate that you feel that way. You know, I hope that you could find a way to get some forgiveness. I wish you the best. I would still be friends with you. 
and that's that and it's just like Morgan like baby when Ben looked back on this shit and all the bitches that he about to get mm-hmm. who don't mind a cheap nigga after this show like you I feel like you're gonna come to the reunion and you're gonna still be mad as Muay Thai as Morgan and Ben's gonna be like yeah uh, so um I mean I yeah, you know so what I moved from San Diego and you know and I and I, I you know I I've been working and you know, now I, I understand that, you know, I, I like to spend a little bit more money for life experiences. And I, and I, I actually have a, a beautiful girlfriend that I am um, sharing these experiences with. And, you know, and I, and I still wish Morgan the best. And, um, and, and, and yeah, you know, me and my dad, we're, we're working on our relationship the best that I can. And, you know, and I, and yeah. You it's know the he's fact like, that I forgot this nigga was cheap as hell. That's how evil she's been. And you know how much we hate cheap niggas. I forgot this nigga is Girl. cheap. He is, Mr. Lightsaber. Because of how evil she's been and how, like, the, their storyline has literally been her fucking suffering, quote unquote, and her being a victim and just being so damn betrayed that I forgot all about this nigga's problems. Mm-hmm. It's just wild to me. I didn't even realize that until you said it. He is a cheap ass nigga. He gonna come to that reunion fucking iced out. I can see the suit now. Mm-hmm. That nigga can dress too. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oof. Can't wait to see it. Then is Miguel and Lindy realizing that they're gonna have to hold off on children because Lindy said, bitch, I ain't ready to sacrifice my sleep. That shit was just stressing me out. It was too much. I was, yeah, it, I'm good. Protection, please. So yep. I feel her. Like, I think that that's probably the part of like parenthood that I'm not sacrificing that I'm not ready to sacrifice for. But um, that, amongst other things, with Miguel, but I will say he did seem like he was, you know, like he would be really good with a kid from the way that he was attentive. And I think going through pregnancy or just being a parent, period, is very important to make sure that you have partnership because. I mean, I know that there are women who do it on their own, and God bless them. I don't understand how, but baby parenthood don't look fun at all especially not doing it by yourself yeah so my period went off and my baby fever still hasn't gone away so that concerns me i should have put this right after versus the morgan and um versus the miguel and lindy situation but it's morgan and ben talking and alexis and justin intervening why are y'all speaking what like I I don't understand y'all have already done enough if anything y'all are literally the culprit of why their decision date literally bitch you opened your mouth when you should have shut the fuck up it wasn't you don't owe Morgan any loyalty you just met her you don't owe her any loyalty to have to go run back and tell her what her nigga told Joe nigga this would have never got aired they didn't have no camera footage on it. Morgan would have never fucking known. But you know what? I'm happy this shit happened because they didn't, they never gave marriage any fucking way, romance, intimacy, none of that shit. But at the same time, Alexis, it wasn't your place to open up your big ass mouth. Girl, always Damn. got something to say. And this is exactly <sighs> what the fuck Justin was talking about at that dinner table when he was like, you ain't never not got nothing to say. Oh, uh, hello. Fucking concern me. Bitch. Because nigga, he ain't never not got something to say. Hello. In that damn confessional. 
talking about Mitch and he want a bitch with dirty feet. Now that shit was funny. Girl. But they always got some shit to say about somebody else and their marriage and oh, that ain't right. Why you want to be? I'm, I'm gonna let you get there. We yeah, we we about to get there. Guns. We about to get there. Ooh, so then ooh, ooh, when ooh. they ask about Kristen and Mitch. They start talking. And I don't even think that they really had the opportunity to bring it up. It was just more so Alexis that just like mm-hmm. she threw the she threw the line out there and was like, Yeah, well, I'm glad that you moved past not wanting her to wear makeup or look a certain way. And you know that you guys are got have gotten past that because you know, I know that that was that? a spot. Did you get did you are you really past it? It's like why would you say that? Alexis. This what the fuck you're barely attracted. So why would you do that? Oh my god. Why? Why did you feel the need to do that? Alexa's barely attractive. Like, I just don't understand why you felt the need to bring that up in front of the group. And once again that's something that Kristen told you in the privacy of the women's shit and I'm sure that Mitch went and told that to the boys in the privacy of a conversation between the men so the fact that you and Justin always feel the need to bring the fucking bone back yeah y'all both messy is annoying and that's why y'all can't get y'all shit together I wish that y'all could go bring back y'all own fucking dirt so maybe y'all could solve y'all fucking issues but I, I for the life of me, when she said that, I was like, bro, get Alexis out my face. I'm not going to say she barely tried. I think Alexis is a beautiful woman. I feel like her personality and how manipulative and messy she is makes her less attractive. But I think she's pretty. I love her braids. Do you? I do. I like her little hairstyle she be doing with them. They be cute. They do be cute. But I showed thought she had a fade. I'm sorry. <laughs> go away from me with this please (sighs) yeah alexis just i can't and i feel like like you said like when you're a nasty person Mm -hmm. it frustrates me even more so now i really don't want to see you yeah you're you become repulsive which her and morgan have and mitch um but yeah i i did not like her running her fucking And, and the thing is what bothers me I feel like her and Justin minimize their marital issues. And it's just like, they always have something to say about another couple. It's, it never fails. They have so much mouth in those confessionals. And it's like, y'all do know we see y'all footage too, right? Y'all know we done seen y'all had, have a couple blowouts in that fucking apartment. Like, are y'all slow? The are y'all in person, denial? Like, The only person I encourage having anything to say about anybody Nate. is Nate. He, he the only one out of y'all that got sense. And he honest. He ain't gonna act like his shit's Brutally. Sweet Brutally. Brutally. Because if he give it to y'all, he gonna be honest about his own shit with Stasia, which yeah. he has. And it's like, that's why I agree. I feel like he the only person who can say some shit out of this group who ain't an expert. Girl. Like, I just, I really be trying to understand and just I want to get it. I really do. I want to understand where the audacity be coming from. Like, where do y'all be having that bitch tuck that? That shit is like my nigga. The audacity be tucked away like a pair of hidden shoes at a Black Friday sale. Why is there so much goddamn audacity in this group? 
all of y'all signed up on the show because y'all couldn't do it by y'all so girl i do realize that right all of y'all all and y'all. like the crazy part is the people that's fucking growing and taking the advice and doing what the fuck they need to do with it is the men mm-hmm. like i'm so disappointed in the women this season i'm so disappointed it's embarrassing i'm literally getting secondhand embarrassment it's wild that i forgot that ben was cheap girl and how bad it is because i ain't girl. gonna that nigga cheap but that girl. bitch was so much that i forgot he don't like to wash his clothes and he unplug everything every damn day girl he got time stamps when he wash clothes and do this that's some wild shit we didn't even get to really experience that too much because this bitch is just crazy she ain't been at home ben said shit Hello. the light bill ain't changed i'm the only person <laughs> controlling the motherfucker you see he in africa has to come back he's not like this <laughs> we can try to fix our marriage through text girl and not even that because i don't even charge my phone overnight so if it died I don't, it's gonna cause even more of an argument <laughs> girl i just ugh, she makes my ass itch anyways so it was alexis bringing up the shit about mitch but then also Mitch denying it. I never said that. Like <laughs> <laughs> the lies, the lies, nigga. We they recorded this shit. Are you dumb? You really Mitch. think Lifetime have kept that footage near and dear to their damn heart when they love drama? Are you Mitch. stupid, Mitch? We saw you, baby. You said that. You said it. You asked her. You kept pushing the issue. You said that. You told me that, Phaedra. <laughs> no, I asked you. I and I asked you before the reunion. You said, "I know, I know, baby, I know, I know, I know." But you said it, Phaedra. So I'm a liar. That I'm a liar. No, no. What did say? What you told me? I'm tired. Like that. You want to cry? That you. <laughs> I just, that was a reunion. Yeah. I remember when I first saw that shit. I got about my seat. I was like, oh, this shit is happening. Girl. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mitch is just, he's a terrible ass liar. Yeah. Dr. Pepper and them folk bust up out there. We've been listening to your whole conversation. I don't know why I didn't expect that to be that episode. It was John, I've, oh, this is only my second season watching this show. And they, y'all sat there watching and still ain't say nothing. Bitch. Mr. Franklin was he was telling some things now. but he did get on like he said now nah, alexis i'm a- <laughs> he did immediately immediately <laughs> he did it all season listen he immediately mm-hmm. he said now nah, alexis wait <laughs> I, girl i just i don't fucking know with them man them them motherfuckers stress me out like it was the way Pastor Calvin Pepper was looking at Mr. Franklin while he was checking the ass. Like, yeah, this is what it looked like to hold motherfuckers account. Remember when y'all used to do this? Shot. Right. They looking like, oh, he, he ain't getting in their ass. That's what y'all need to be doing. Shit. Ugh. Girl, what irked me is Dr. Pepper trying to convince Kristen that she should tolerate Mitch's shit. sweetheart we understand you don't live with your husband girl let's you think that it's best that y'all have separate homes 
but that is not the kind of marriage that Kristen wants for Kristen. Okay, let's not project. So the things that bother that might not bother you gonna bother somebody who wanted to be in a marriage with a partner that they could stand to be around day to day girl I just don't understand why so I love that when they brought that shit up it was just like so you're gonna sit here and say that you didn't say that so what about the conversation you have with my sister I said oh checkmate here we go it's happening it's the happening drama. the drama it's happening it's happening it's happening guys it's happening she's in the break baby he said what <laughs> nigga don't you act you acting and that's what got me why are you acting shocked that's my sister you, you think my sister might go tell me you, you got another me. fucking thing coming you heard me you heard me why would you tell my sister that <laughs> saying that y'all got past the attractiveness thing and then he's like it's like well are you attracted to your wife it was dr pepper asking that like you messy as hell for asking that bitch she is and she gonna ask him like i think the way she said it was so are you now in a place where you're very attracted to her? And he was like, well, I'm attracted to her. And she was like, well, I think, you know, I'm hearing that a certain way. Pastor Cal, yeah, I'm hearing that a certain way too. Because <laughs> it wasn't, yeah, I'm very attracted. He was like, yeah, I'm attracted to her. Nigga, I don't blame mm. that bitch for popping. I don't blame her. And baby, when she tried to tell her, she said, with all due respect, Dr. Pepper, I won't. I won't. I won't. And she shouldn't. I said, get in his ass. And here go Alexis and Justin. Yeah. And you saw Alexis told on herself and then caught herself telling on herself and tried to hurry up and change it. When? When she was like, um, she was like, Yeah, I I need you to be all attracted to me. Cause I can't imagine like if I said, you know, I'm um I, I I just I don't think nobody should have a try to their husband. I mean to their to their person. I said not a confession. I didn't see that as the confession, but I can see how it could be. How it slipped up because that's her damn truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess that. I, I mean, I don't. I don't think so because I feel like it was coming from a standpoint of a woman. Because Kristen, well, no, I guess. Ooh, I get what you're saying now. Cause, yeah, because you ain't attracted to your damn ooh, husband now. Because Mitch is the one who's like, okay, bitch, you Mitch Junior. So let's not, let's not get, let's let's keep it real cute on, on Mitchums. Damn, I didn't really. I didn't because baby. Because, baby, you not attracted to Justin and you sitting there skinning and grinning and uh, kikiing in these goddamn confessionals when all you had to say is, he's tall. Girl. She I, they, they, ooh, they do a she, lot. They do a she, lot. And she they, caught herself. The right. irony. The and fucking they have, irony. They have the nerve to be making fun of Mitch. Like, oh, he, he wants somebody with dirty feet. And Justin, yeah, dirty feet, yeah. Nigga, open your fucking eyes because she don't put your ass either. Like your lip they up, annoy nigga. me so much, so much. And when Kristen really pulled at my heartstrings, she was like, "I deserve a man who, you know, gets excited when I walk into the room." And I was just like, 
that's how I feel in regards to love. Like I'm me a bomb ass bitch and I deserve, okay? I'm obsessed have seven niggas. I like I do. I know that's maybe a trigger word for some people, but I like my man to be a little obsessed. You need to just think I'm the hottest thing walking, baddest thing talking, and you don't want nobody else. You it. This is it for you. You ain't going nowhere. You want me when I'm bonnet on, face crusty, eye boogers, makeup, face beat, dressed to the nines, funky with my drawers on. You want me in every fucking possible version of myself and you love it all. And bitch, mm-hmm. that's when I feel like I'm in the right relationship and I'm in love, especially when the feeling is mutual. Like, I feel that way about you. We got to match that energy. I can't be sitting here like, oh, I love you so much. And I feel like I'm begging and, and vying for your fucking approval. And you looking at me like, oh, yeah, yeah. What the fuck, nigga? Like, I'm all yeah. right. You got to be just as crazy as I about me as I am about you. That's just how I am about my relationships. And I just feel like I'm happy Kristen done stood up. But bitch, you should have stood up a long fucking time ago. You don't know this nigga. Get it a girl. And she kept trying to, I feel like, make it work, make it be. And it's just like, girl, like, you don't, you literally don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. He's broke, not you. Mm-hmm. How he gonna pay his $50,000 back is not your business. Sell them damn wetsuits. Girl, okay. Like, or he can sell that fucking phone guy from around his goddamn tub to help grow some shit. Listen. Like, I just, I don't understand. She said, I'm going to stop. How about he sell that damn house and go live in the woods since he care about the damn uh, earth so fucking much. And rent it out at low income so well, that way okay. somebody can afford it. How about that? And go live in a fucking tree house. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I hate him. She said, she said, um, I'm going to stop you right there, Dr. Pepper. I said, you better give Dr. Peps the finger, bitch. She said enough is enough, even from y'all. I'm done. I'm tired of y'all encouraging this bullshit and basically telling me that I need to accept this because I chose to be married. And then what pissed me off with Dr. Cal is like, y'all been talking about y'all want to be married. And no, nigga, this is not what marriage is. And this is coming from a bitch who is completely single bitch. I ain't even got no options right now. And I would not tolerate the shit literally the shit because that's what it is yeah that these women are going through like are you fucking insane nigga and i feel like people equate marriage to just being like hell and i feel like if your marriage is hell you in the wrong marriage i don't feel like marriage should be hell relationships are hard of course right you're gonna go through things but i want to be with someone and trust that i have someone who when i go through those things I know you got me. Like, I don't feel like Jordan gonna go no damn way. I feel like we can go through any fucking storm. We gonna hold hands and ride that shit together. And I don't feel like Kristen should stay with somebody who half assing it, half attracted, don't even know if they really, you know, all in with her for real, for real, but want her to make all these changes and do all this fucking compromise. And that's not marriage. That's not a team. That's and did not you teamwork. S- did you see how he lied and said, I've accepted her who she is. I haven't tried. It's like, we watching a show nigga yes you have that's all you've done is try to change this woman are you stupid, girl bitch? take the words out my mouth take the words out my are mouth. you stupid we literally sat here and watched you what do you mean you didn't try to change her you accepted her as who she was no you you threw a fucking fit when she tried to do that the housewarming party mm-hmm. this bitch barely putting on makeup she probably was wearing a lot of makeup you not supportive of the fucking 
life she's trying to build for herself to create generational wealth because you want to be poor for the rest of your life like I just I don't understand it I don't want to understand it and I just really wish (laughs) Mitch the worst yep like I I can't with him like he's so fucking just exhausting and so just ugh go away quick like he's he's so irritating so 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 very irritating so yeah that wraps up the hot topics um let's jump into this preview the swing is back if you guys missed it princess did drop the link um i just feel like i hope that's not the same swing that nate actually fucked stasha in because that's a little unsanitary because how did you wash that and if you're doing your job it should be some shit on it so i'm just wondering i'm a germaphobe like that i I would hope that they would not swap toys that's nasty as hell girl I wouldn't put it past them. Ass, her ass sweating on that shit and stuff. Like, that's just nasty. It's Bare ass. Go get your own. Bare ass at that. So, yeah, the girls were, they're going on this trip. And, child, I'm just ready to see what made Lindy act like that. What these <laughs> niggas arguing about. Because, baby, when I tell y'all Ellen and Lindy is in full effect, Give me a hug. I don't want to right now. Oh, that is Lindell Myers, okay? <laughs> Lindell like, Myers. Baby. Miguel need to be sleeping with one eye open at baby? all times. He got a lot of mouth for somebody that's married to a alleged serial killer. Because the way he gonna wake up and see her with that damn knife, smile. That is- Baby, that is Lindy Dama. Okay. All I, all I, all I wanted was a hug. You couldn't give that to me, so I'm gonna take it. And she just goes. <laughs> I know Girl. how this shit go. I watch Lifetime Girl. all the fucking time. Girl, that bitch is crazy. Miguel, you better, you better watch what you say now. You better tighten that lip up. Child, did you see her? I had to back up a little bit. Did you see her outfit? In her meeting with the expert, just with that orange girl with that hat, black beanie. I said, "What the fuck?" Listen, I know she ain't really had, you know, a chance to express herself as a child, but the way she be, you know, hodgepodge (laughs) these damn outfits. (sighs) Damn, not Baba Baby. (laughs) I can't. Somebody, so um. Nate and Sasha mentioned that somebody had sex and I'm wondering who it is I feel like the only people who haven't had sex is um Justin Justin and what you call it and I just don't even want to imagine what that neither I'm sorry I I don't like I I just don't want to think about that I don't I I I don't I'm not gonna say anything else because I don't want to body shame or say the wrong I just I mm, I don't want to no just not um so all right so that was it for all the hot topics and the previews you guys um on to what's tea okay so the what's tea question is 
what's one thing you had to change about yourself in order to make a relationship work? What was that process like? And how do you feel personally after making that change for your relationship? Um, I tried to think about my answer earlier and I got sidetracked. I think watching the episode again, but I would say, um, I can be a little controlling, maybe a lot controlling. My mom is controlling and I think that's where I picked it up. And I think being single for so long before I met Jordan, I was just so used to calling the shots and not having to check with nobody, not having to consider nobody. And that was like a big change for me. I had to, and also trust him to do things and free up some things and delegate and trust that he's going to do it, even though, even if it's not my way of doing it. And so just kind of relinquishing that control, not Anastasia a little bit, and you know, I think I mentioned this last week, not, not butting in, you know, all the damn time, letting him kind of do things his way, even though it's not my way. It doesn't mean it's the wrong way. And just trusting him more in that area. And then also just operating from a place of being in a relationship and not so single-minded. I'm still an individual. I still have my own things and spend time with my girlfriends, but I also, we operate as a team. You know, it's not just what I want to do, what he wants to do we really do our best to keep each other in the forefront and consider each other. So I would definitely say giving up that control and then modifying my communication skills. Cause I feel like when you haven't been in a relationship in a long time, communicating with your girlfriends is very different than communicating with your, your partner. <laughs> and I'm not really you know? that good at both. Girl. Sorry, partner. <laughs> and so one thing I had to work on is like talking to my man you know, in a way where he's more receptive because I could be a little abrasive sometimes, a little too, you know, and it's like a man want to be talked to nice, you know, and so I've had to work on sometimes softening my delivery, my message and still saying how I feel and what I'm trying to get across, but adjusting my delivery so that he can really feel like it's a safe space. I'm not attacking him. I'm not acting like Morgan and jumping on the nigga. And that way we can really have a constructive conversation and talk about both of our needs instead of it being a barking type of environment where it feels like he's being attacked or talked down to and not really being heard so I really had to modify you know my approach in some things and it's not that I was just like some mean ass bitch but I can just be real matter of fact about some stuff sometimes and it's just kind of working on softening the approach and as far as the second question is concerned it's definitely helped a lot like trusting him and really relinquishing that control has helped me not stress about certain stuff as much like okay I'm gonna just leave it in his hands I'm gonna trust it I gotta let it go and if it doesn't go perfect okay that's fine or we can talk about it if it's something that made me uncomfortable but it's helped me not be so anxious and on edge about every fucking thing on time you know what I mean because I'm not in control of it or I'm I'm not handling it and then I would don't get me wrong I do have some setbacks sometimes some moments I gotta catch myself or I have a moment we gotta talk about like okay my bad like I I had a flashback or, you know, this is why I reacted that way. And then as far as the adjusting my delivery with communication, it's definitely made our arguments like not like arguments. They're just more like discussions. And so creating that safe space for each other has really helped us talk through like uncomfortable conversations, work through things a lot easier and faster because we're just talking. We're a team and we're trying to work through it together and it's not an attack on anybody. So it's definitely helped us work through things and move past things 
much faster. When back in the day, princess, I would I would hold a grudge all fucking day. We talked about that. I give you silent treatment. I was I was not always the best communicator. I didn't handle things the best way all the time. So been able to be in a relationship where it's just like we just talking, you know, ain't gotta be all that. We can just talk, you know, and express our feelings and say what we need from each other and move from there and continue on with our day. And so that's been really refreshing. Okay. Great answer. Okay. So, <laughs> hmm. Because I've been single for four years, what if I got to change? Hmm. I can give details of one of the probably like one of the last arguments when this man was still you know what let me not even say that because he probably will listen to the podcast that's crazy um let me not even let me let me think about the way I say this before I be having to call y'all again now he gonna be listening um Um. okay so before things really went left, one of the last arguments that I got into with my last partner was my independence. Mm. And what is the point in me being here if you don't need me? Mm. And making it known that you don't need me. And reminding me of how you do everything for yourself and can take care of yourself. Mm. And I think that relationship made me realize the male ego. Mm -hmm. And it also showed me the meaning of being hyper, um, hyper independence. Mm -hmm. Because... I have been used to being let down by men in my life. Mm -hmm. Whenever it's time to show up for me, it's made me overcompensate in showing up for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so we had that conversation at first. I mean, I really wasn't trying to hear it because Taurus stubborn, you know, be sometimes my way at the highway. So I'm just like, I know what you mean. I don't Mm -hmm. need you. I shouldn't have to need you. Mm-hmm. Me wanting you should be enough. If I need you, that means I'm being codependent. Like just having that whole big argument. It was just like, no, like you're not hearing me. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need me. It makes me feel like not I serve no purpose in being here. Yeah. So I think that I had to really learn how to allow a man to be a man um yeah like it's very hard for me for me to trust people sometimes and so when men come into my life and they act like you know they want to be a part of my life I can push, I have a tendency to push men away. And so working on that hyper independence and like allowing a man to be a man was something that I feel like I really struggled with um, because he was just like, I remember like when we first started dating, it was just like, 
oh, I know you want to go to school. You're trying to get out of this job. Like, I'll take care of your rent. I'll like, I'll take care of you. I want you to focus on the things for that are going to go towards your future. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. no, I'll do it. If you want to give me the money, oh, no, I'm paying my rent. And if you want to just give me the money back, you can. And it was just like, nah, like he literally took it upon himself because I used to be really cool with um, the people in my leasing office. Um, and obviously because we would be around each other, like they knew that, you know, he and I were dating and he literally took it upon himself to like literally go pay my rent before I ever had a chance to so that way I wouldn't have to worry about that bill and then be able to stack up my money mm-hmm. to save to be able to go to school or do whatever it was that I wanted to do with it. And it was just like him doing that and like actually showing up is kind of like, maybe you can put your trust in a man, maybe just a little bit. Yeah. So I think that doing that allowed me to step into a more softer and feminine side of it. So to answer, I guess, the question, um, I had to learn how to sit the fuck down and allow a man to be a man. Hello. And I would say um, that process, it was really hard for me because like I said earlier, I've been let down and disappointed by a lot of men um, in my life that should have been able, that should have been providing for me. Or if the men in my life did do something for me, they never did it without me having to hear about it and like even when we broke up even when we were in the process of breaking up and things with love I mean obviously it was about other shit that I was hearing his mouth about but he even in our in our worst moments he never threw the fact in my face like bitch you was living in in a fucking apartment free and Mm -hmm. I was still paying my bills and doing other shit and taking care of you like he never threw that back in my face and I feel like that'd be the first thing men be ready to do is either call you a gold digger or throw it throw back in your face all the shit they've done for you and he never did that to me mm-hmm. so I think again what that taught me and how it changed me is like one I don't deal with broke men that's one but two it showed me that you know allow a man to be a man if that man is showing you that he's a man um and if he want to step up and he want to do some things like allow him to do that especially if his intentions are in the right place so I think that it's definitely helped me go about well did it help me go about choosing better men because bitch I've been in a relationship for four years um it's made me choose better caliber of men should I say because that was somebody who like you said that loved me when I walked in my house raggedy hair need to be done when I'm stressed out about some shit and the ass might not be as fat as it was when he first met me titties ain't giving period fluff like this is somebody that see me in all like in every single aspect that there that there is to give Mm -hmm. and he still loved me he still um showed up for me he still um showed me that I was worthy of being loved and I think as someone who has struggled with confidence especially growing up I 
didn't really hear that I was beautiful a lot and being a dark-skinned black woman I think that that's something important like when I have my chocolate babies I'm going to make sure that they know that like they are gorgeous but um I just feel like that did a lot for my confidence and for me as a woman to feel like damn like I don't got to do the most or always you know try to be primped and polished to feel like I'm worthy of being loved so just by allowing this man to be a man and seeing his intentions, I think that it, it, it definitely changed the way in which I approach dating, as well as the type of men that I'm willing to deal with. They may not always be good niggas, but they won't be broke niggas and they won't be niggas that keep their wallet closed. Mm-hmm. So that's how it's changed me personally. So I feel like being in that type of relationship, definitely it, it, it changed the caliber of men that I dated. So yeah, that's yeah. good. That's it. All right, so on to what was said, sweetie. I have a lot of tweets to filter through. So if you've already had yours, I do. I have three. So my first one is by at underscore kiss my Reese. Mitch lying like shit about that natural thing because Kristen's mom came down the aisle with a full face of makeup and he was in love. I I forgot about that because like that's so fucking true. He saw her and was fucking stumbling and bumbling over his words like. He's a liar. I, he's just not attracted to her, and which is really what it boils down to, period. Whether she got makeup on or not, like, nigga, you just don't want her. So just say that. My I, second one is by at smelody1128. I'm so mad that Dr. Pepper brings up what Ben did from all the way back to the honeymoon, but won't talk about Morgan throwing the roses and talking over him. The double standards in this show need to be called out more often definitely agree with that and we've been saying that we've been saying that since the last season that we recapped that these experts don't hold people's feet to the fire as much as they should if at all they blame a lot of times the victim in the relationship the actual victim mm-hmm. and they they turn a blind eye to a lot of stuff that really needs to be addressed because that should be disrespectful if y'all are the experts in the guys y'all should be calling out behavior that is not conducive to a healthy marriage it's not healthy for you to throw down some roses that your husband got you when he's trying to make things right. That's not you letting things go and moving forward. If you're angry, you need to express it in a different way without being disrespectful, like a bratty child. And they need to call shit out. Like, it's just, it's not okay. And I hate how she skirted through, the, through this entire season without being called however, like at all. It's just, it amazes me. Except for Nate. Nate, the only person that called her ass out. The Girl. only person and that's sad because he ain't no damn expert but he acting like one shit and then my third one is by at j had at nine i feel like i'd use one of your tweets for this segment like every week but he be knowing what the fuck he talking about um i'll never get used to watching alexis and justin gossip and take pleasure in other people's <gasps> struggles while their marriage is in a in complete shambles and it's like this meme of yeah 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 and i agree like we talked we had a whole session about that today like they have so many marital issues it's insane they can't even have a conversation with each other without it getting to a point where they can't communicate and yet in group settings they want to temperature check everybody else's relationship well what's going on and have all this fucking smoke in their confessionals but don't know how to call their shit out and talk about it and be vulnerable with people they want to act like everything is sweet and i don't like that or they too, if, they, if they don't act like it's sweet, they, they don't share as much. They don't call out as much. And they have so much shit to say in their confessions. And I hate that. It's real fucking fake. The both of them messy black aunties. Justin and included. is. And is. Both Justin up. included. And they both look like it. Real housewives a lifetime. Listen, child, that's what we need. So. Oh, uh, well, 
that helped me narrow down one of mine hell god damn i didn't realize that three of the tweets that i have saved are from somebody else um okay i can go ahead and narrow them down um okay so damn i feel like all of my shit is still gonna be from the same person (laughs) well fuck it girl your girl lane brie she she was hitting a nail on the head so she says um the first tweet says i believe that if ben had the confidence to advocate for himself the experts would have been able to explore morgan's emotional abuse and the role she played in the demise of the relationship instead of putting it all on him mm-hmm. perfectly articulated i don't even think i have no feedback because she literally said it all yep and you just said it instead of them getting the person who is the actual villain they always try to make the victim the villain which i think is very weird because again y'all love to be like we saw the footage we saw the footage exactly did y'all did y'all really did y'all see it so my other tweet is also from your girl ain't brie and she said I'm so here for Kristen checking Dr. Pepper. She was out of line basically telling Kristen to accept the bare minimum and someone who doesn't fully and genuinely find her attractive. I thought that Dr. Pepper was smoking dick. (laughs) How dare you, a bitch who don't even live with her husband, tell me that I need to accept. And then did you catch the shade where she was like, um if it was better out there they ain't come yet like bitch mm-hmm. when she said that in her session i forgot to bring it up like dr pepper fucking please yeah i, I know you that see too. the way that bitch is, uh, is fucking cheating her treating that was her, messy like. fuck to say that yeah like girl what y'all show is not the fucking end all be all like i said and i don't know if y'all into that shit nigga y'all are doing fucking twin flame parents and barely that because some of these people are completely opposite and i don't understand yeah. how y'all got the matching pieces i don't understand how so my last tweet of the week is from um underscore kiss Maurice, and she said dr pepper should have asked mitch what is he doing in his daily life to help the less fortunate buy a house that would have ended the conversation (laughs) maybe mitch barely got a piece of house himself a piece this environmentalist bullshit i've been calling bullshit on it from jump and i love that whatever your tweet was it might have been from the same girl talking about the mom walking down the aisle because i said that in one of our past episodes like mitch is just not attracted to Kristen because her mom was glammed the fuck up and she is the epitome of everything he tries to act like he hates about what Kristen, what he thinks Kristen is a material girl her mom is a material girl down to no girl problem. you could never even you couldn't even afford to sniff the secretion of Kristen's mom's draws listen here let alone talking about you care about the fucking environment because if nothing else that bitch got all (laughs) the ozone in them titties hell yeah (laughs) and in them lips and them like come on the math is not mathing you say you like somebody natural her mom is far from natural Mm -hmm. and could even get his full sentences out sitting in her presence yes so I'm sorry, I do have one last tweet. I have four. So my last tweet of the week is from Bring on the T. And I, I have to touch on this because I really do 
hope that this is something that's going to happen. So Ben is learning how to process his emotions and is willing to do the work. He was raised in a home where emotions weren't allowed and is breaking generational curses, hoping that he finds that light back as soon as possible. And it shows this picture of him all smiling and happy before mm-hmm. this fucking creature in the corner fucked him up. And I just think that Ben is, he was broken down really bad um, during this season. And he did not deserve that. And I really do hope that he does find his light back. We talked about this with Katina and um who else and mock the shock and then chris it almost happened to chris but chris was smarter than everybody and said bitch i'm getting the fuck so i just don't like to see people beat down by somebody that's supposed to be getting to know them or someone that's supposed to be growing to love them and to see ben go from being this cheap person that we was judging to now like to see the tables flip and you know what I'm saying like Morgan I just would have never expected Morgan to turn away I always felt like she was hyper and she was kind of like too much but like to end up being who she who she is mm -mm. I feel bad for Ben and I'm glad that they got the divorce and yeah he deserves to be happy and to be far the fuck away from that young lady so yeah absolutely um, so that's it for this lot for this week's episode, you guys. Um, don't forget, we do do a take a shot. I'm telling y'all, don't forget, and nigga, I was about to forget. So we want you guys to take a shot every time Mitch gets caught in a lie. Every time Alexis and Justin are messy, I think that probably could have been our only point. It would have already been fucked up. Um, anytime Element Lindy appears, so let me explain to y'all what Element Lindy is. So I gave her that name because she's just fucking scary. So when she do anything that's like psychotic, like that fucking crazy ass laugh that she let out in the preview, we're definitely going to be taking a shot for that. Anytime she gets overly hyped and just like, it just seems like she's just anxious and she's doing a lot. um, Take a shot because Ellen and Lindy is about to make an appearance next season. And then let's also take a shot anytime next nate checks stasha so that's it for all our take a shots um appreciate you guys for listening and always fucking show again don't forget to follow us on tiktok twitter and instagram at rewind and recap that's r-e-w-i-n-e-a-n-d-r-e-c-a-p on twitter instagram and tiktok and don't forget to leave us a rating on apple Podcasts, and again i'm not sure if you can do it on spotify but if you can do that on there too um we appreciate you guys for listening and princess do you have any closing notes i do not bye bitches all right bye bye